live from our respective apartments, it's Quick Step Reactions. Here are the hosts and judges, Katie Claire Narva, Megan Shepard Huff, and head judge Chris Dockham Goodman. Megan, it's another week of Quick Step Reactions, a Dancing with the Stars Quick Step Reaction Podcast. I don't know, I never remember what I say at the beginning, but controversy on the floor apparently after this intro. Who's our head judge? Is it Megan? Is it Chris? I don't know. It's just like, could the person who doesn't even watch the show really be the head judge? Of the three of us, you know? Who's got a longer tenure? That was a great question. Um, Quality over quantity, man. (laughs) Yep. And I It raises the question, why am I not the head judge? (laughs) That's not even an option. I feel like that goes without saying. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Cool, 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 cool. No doubt, no doubt, no doubt, no doubt. Anyway, Michael Bublé night. <laughs> How excited were you for Michael Bublé night? So, so excited. Famously on this podcast, we know Bublé songs. Yeah. I knew most of the songs i do like michael buble i wouldn't say i'm like a huge fan like i wouldn't say i'm a huge fan by any means but i know a decent amount of his music i don't like seek it out but i just i mean even now after the show find myself asking but why are we doing a michael buble night yeah like, and why did we why? feel the need to have him be a judge when after every dance, he would say, I mean, not after every dance, but after dances, he would say, I mean, I can't speak to technique and I can't speak to what's needed in this dance, but I felt really yeah. excited watching you. I and I was like, oh, by these standards, I should be up there. Yeah, put me in, coach. I also thought it was really funny. I think he stopped eventually, but for the first couple at least and then I think maybe now and then after he would also start his feedback by saying I love that song and we're like well yeah. it's, <laughs> it's yours I I hope you enjoy that one spoiler alert it's your song do we think he stopped saying it because he doesn't like the other songs <laughs> I know like did he only say it for the ones he actually likes yeah feeling good gets done and he was like well you danced you know what i'm not a big fan of that song but i think (laughs) you did good anyway you know in spite of the music you did a really good job out there yeah oh michael do you think he got to approve which michael buble songs were performed to doubt it i have no idea I mean, when Dancing with the Stars is taking such a big name celebrity, like one of the Mm -hmm. biggest draws you ever could have gotten, don't you think Mm -hmm. they'd let him produce the show? Mm Mm-hmm. Like, who wasn't tuning in for Michael Buble tonight? That's why I was there. (laughs) So many people. So many Buble heads were tuning in. Yeah. 
bubbles. I know I personally was like, man, I've got a lot to do tonight. I don't know if I can fit it in. I have no obligation to watch, but it's Michael Bublé night, so so we'll tune in. <laughs> Megan, I just, just happened to, to be know. on Zoom. <laughs> I want you to know, through. Megan. I was like, Megan, you have to watch it. Like this is an obligation, and then I realized you were doing a bit, so I felt really smart. <laughs> Oh. Crystal's ready to rip your head off. Like Megan, of course I have to watch. Like <laughs> Megan, how are you busy? Like this is built into your schedule. <laughs> Please watch every week. <laughs> no thanks, not this week, guys. Not this one. No. Um, I I did make plans for tomorrow night, and my roommate was like, so is it a two-parter this week? And I was like, God, I hope not, because we already have tickets for the movie we're going to. Uh, <laughs> ooh, what movie are you going to? Um, The movie theater is replaying or reshowing the original Halloween movie, so we're going to go to that. Fun. And you already got tickets? Yep good because yesterday i tried to go to the kate blanchett movie where she plays a lesbian orchestra conductor and it was sold out <laughs> oh what is this movie called tar high on my list of ones to see definitely like, knew that was a thing that was happening but like it was legit sold out and i was like how <laughs> people are passionate about lesbian conductors chris how many times do we have to tell you A train conductor or a music conductor? An, or- an orchestra conductor. Oh, duh. Duh, 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 duh. <laughs> Important question, though. <laughs> Hard to be sure. All right, so Michael Bubbly. <laughs> Michael Bubble happened. And let's, Megan, are you ready to start it? Do you want to talk about the opening number with Michael Bubble singing the females danced with them it happened did you like it it? Happened. it was i mean it was good i liked the seeing all the women out there mm-hmm. you know they looked great mm-hmm. it's fun fun stuff. choreographed by jenna johnson shermakovsky guess she's officially yeah. changed her name apparently not the last time we'll reference her on this podcast episode but our first contestant for the night kicking us off was Shangela with her partner Gleb doing a tango to Hollywood. So Megan, did you know this song? I did. There we go. I did. I didn't think I did based on the title. I was like, oh, I don't know this one. And then as soon as it started, I was like, oh, I know this one. <laughs> I know. This one. I will be honest. I knew. Um, the song he sang in the opening and i knew the song they did at the end that's it yep and i only knew the song he sang in the opening because um they did it on glee so remind me what did they do for the opening i don't even remember now michael songs oh yeah okay yeah yeah i was like that was so long ago i listened to like (laughs) 17 michael buble songs since then (laughs) Or 11. But yeah, 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 yeah. 17. Felt like 17. So how'd you feel about the package? Did you love that Shangela brought up the movie that she starred in? 
uh, was in. I mean, I don't remember that, but also during the package is when my husband excused himself to go downstairs and watch the game. So I was a little bit distracted at this time. So does this mean I get to break the news of what movie she was in? Yeah. She was in 2019's A Star is Born. Oh, at the, um, like where she's performing? Yeah, yes. at the trike bar. The <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shockingly, Shangela's oh, appearance she... in the movie was at the trike bar, Megan. I forget. I have not seen it in a long time. Yeah. So part of me forgot that it was a drag bar. Chris, I don't know if I've ever talked to you about this movie. Are you a fan of it? Are you not a fan of it? I will be honest. Megan and I have a long history with the movie. I do. So tread lightly. So I'm not a huge fan of any A Star Is Born. I've seen all four versions, um, mm-hmm. and I just don't really care about the story structure of any of them. Uh, the Judy Garland mm-hmm. one, I think, is the best one. The Barbara Streisand one is the worst. I've seen that one. Uh, and the Gaga, I think, is really interesting because it almost puts more focus on the... It, it puts way more focus on the male than any of the others do. Mm-hmm. Um, it, like, there's it, there's balances in all four of them. Uh, but it, this one is way heavier weighted towards Bradley Cooper. Um, so it's, it's very weird. Also, here's my weird complaint about the drag scene in the Gaga A Star Is Born. Uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, Shangela and Willem appear in that scene, and they have, like, looks on obviously they make one more appearance later in the movie that they're like video calling gaga or something Mm -hmm. like that and they Mm -hmm. are very obviously in the exact same outfits and wigs and it just bothers me so much you say obviously but i don't think i ever picked up on that because I saw it and it was like, so they filmed this at the exact same time and they're like, oh, it's a totally different time, but they're like in the same looks. There was no budget for another look. (laughs) (laughs) I think I've literally only watched it twice, so I just don't know well enough. I have not seen any of the other versions though, so I cannot compare them. Honestly, you don't really have have to. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I probably won't. I liked the Judy the Judy Garland one, but I wouldn't yeah. say it's one that, like, you must watch or anything like that. But, like, I think I literally had just been scrolling through, t- like, I had direct TV at the time and was just scrolling through the channels and my mom happened to be over. And we were like, oh, let's just throw this on. And I ended up watching the entire thing and enjoyed yeah. it. I will say Judy singing The Man That Got Away is just incredible. Yeah. Incredible. Which is the scene featured in P.S. I Love You. Mm, Okay. Which I know you know. I do. I didn't know she was watching A Star is Born. All right. Well, connecting a lot of dots. Yep. That's what I'm here for. Well, back to Shangela. <laughs> so she did a tango. Yeah. Yep. 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 How'd you feel about it? 
I like struggled with it a little bit. It felt a hair too theatrical to me. It almost felt foxtrotty to me. Like I wasn't really getting a tango feel to it. And I attribute a lot of that probably to the music. And I mean, conceptually, they went for like a start. Like she was wearing a Marilyn Monroe wig and she walked down a red carpet and it was very old school Hollywood themed. So I think... I don't know that I've seen that done for a tango before. So it's like, mm-hmm. I got done and was just like, ugh, not loving it. Like, you know, she she danced it well. It was still, like, entertaining to watch, but I didn't think it fit the dance style. And then the first thing out of Len's mouth is like, Gleb, did you do that routine just for me? There was so much tango content. And I was like, oh, so I'm very wrong here. So that's how I felt watching it. Well, you were not alone because I thought the same exact thing. I got to the end and I was like, it just didn't feel like a tango. Like she looked beautiful. I think she danced it well. I did. I, it was very glamorous. I liked the like, I don't know. I, I want to say story, but there wasn't really a story, but like yeah. the you concept, know, Hollywood concept that they were doing. I think she looked great. And it was like, fun it was a nice opener it was enjoyable but I was like was it a tango like it just didn't feel like a tango Mm-mm. and then yeah Len started talking and I was like is it me <laughs> am I the problem it's <laughs> like it was good it was good it just wasn't what I, I I hear tango and I have a certain you know picture in my mind I guess and it didn't feel like that yeah, because you weren't getting passion, and you weren't getting no. seduction, and you weren't getting connection no. between them. And so it was missing that. And, like, you know, you think back, because they are a same-sex partner, like, but you think back to Jenna and JoJo, and, like, they were able to have passion and seduction out there so it's like gleb what are you doing i know i think they just went with the song maybe and like the like it's literally called hollywood so they really leaned into that yeah perhaps a little too much but yeah it was fine yep we do have to talk about the very funny moment where she keeps teeing Len up and she's like, Len, were my legs crispy? Len, were my legs crispy? And he's like, they were sh- sharp. They had a tack. And like, you could tell she was like, you're not giving me like what I'm looking for here. Well, um, From her boob, she pulls out a chicken wing and a Ziploc baggie that she danced with. And she's like, Len, you said you wanted crispy legs. I had to give you crispy chicken. I just, I loved every second of it. It was so chaotic. It was so funny because then it's probably Tyra who's like, did you just dance that entire thing with the chicken leg in your knee? He's, she's She's like, no. And she pulls out another chicken wing in a separate baggie. She's like, no, I did it with two. You're like, that makes, no, that, why one? You know, that makes sense. Okay. Can I say something horrible? Yeah. I think I'm really proud that Tyra did a good job of setting up that bit. 
Oh, no, I'm going to tell you right now, Chris, she's the only one that, like, she full-blown takes a bite out of it and, like, eats it on camera and talks about how it's good. And I was like, wow, Tyra finally did one good thing on the show. Something. It was really funny, though. I don't think she even, like, I don't think Tyra even knew going into it that there was a second chicken wing in there, too. It just worked so perfectly. So funny. It was phenomenal. So the chicken wing earns her all nines. She sees a score of 45 out of 50 because, yes, my group of play gives out scores. So we are out of 50 this week, which just is too many points to be out of. But nevertheless, we persist on to Trevor Donovan and his partner, Emma, doing a foxtrot to come fly with me. Megan, I'm just going to, like, speak my truth, okay. and I'm just, like, very over Trevor, so I'm going to go ahead and, like, give you the floor. I'm going to let you do your thing, and I'm probably just going to hit you with a, it was fine at the end. Okay. I don't have a lot to say. I do think it was pretty. I think he looked decent, but I think he's still just too heavy on his feet. Like, it just doesn't quite work. He's not, doesn't have the gracefulness that he needs. It's a very heavy foot, but I don't think it was bad. Mm-hmm. Like he did all right. I, I don't think he was awful, but I still just, he's not quite there yet. Yeah. I thought his elbow looked weird in frame. So I think yeah. he still just has, you know, some stuff to work on, which is fine. Yeah. It's fine. It was fine dance. He did it, it fine. I'm just not not vibing with them. So he sees a score of 42 out of 50. It was a 9, 8, 8, 8, 9. So Kieran and Bruno gave him some 9s. Emma seemed really excited about that. So that was nice for them. Yeah, as far as the judges' order goes, just that's not why they put Michael Buble right in the center. So with our five scores, it's weird. But yeah, in the middle. If we list any scores. Yeah, but it'll be Karian, one, Michael, Derek, Bruno. Judges table. <laughs> nice. Up, we have Megan's favorite dance style. We have Gabby Windy and her partner Val doing a rumba to home. I believe you don't know this song. I used to love this song. You had no idea. Right? Even, like, right now, I couldn't even a little bit tell you how it sounded. <laughs> what life you live. Big bubblehead. Big. You know? Big bubblehead. Bubble. <laughs> How'd you feel about the rumba? Um, I enjoyed it. I am... I feel like I'm starting to turn a little bit of a corner with her and I still don't find her like the most endearing by any stretch of the imagination but I am really liking a giddy Valentin Shermakovsky in the packages and like he's just being kind of like giggly and like you can tell he really gets a kick out of her and so mm-hmm. it's been fun seeing that side of Val. Loved that he brought in Jenna. She looks so cute with her little baby bump. Yeah. Um, and it was, like, fun seeing her, you know, help Gabby and stuff. But the rumba itself, I thought, had good flute. 
fluidity. I thought it had great hips. They had a really good connection and I did enjoy it. I thought it was well done. That is interesting. Mm -hmm. Do I agree with you? No. Feels like no. No. Feels like a big old no. Okay, so let's Uh, hear it. So you want a grumpy Val and you hated the Runda. No, I mean, I like kind of enjoy their partnership. Like I am getting what you're saying. Like, I think she's just kind of like goofy and like her personality is lighter maybe than some Mm -hmm. of his other partners. So he definitely has like, I don't know, like a goofiness, more lightheartedness. I do enjoy that. I agree with that part. <laughs> he doesn't always give in. Like, he's had some goofy partners, and it's like, he'll still just kind of keep that, like, taskmaster mentality, so it's fun yeah. seeing him give in to it. Maybe it's because he's about to be a dad, and he's just, like, really feeling, mm-hmm. you know, he's just, like, in his emotions, he's becoming a different person. Maybe it's changing him. Definitely. That's, you definitely <laughs> nailed it. Would be. I mean, as far as the rumba goes, though, it was a rumba. I didn't enjoy it. I didn't think they looked very sexy. I didn't think there was much connection there. Wasn't a fan. So. Exact same page. I love it. Always. So everyone but Bruno gives it a nine. Bruno does give it a 10, so it gets a 46 out of 50. The 10 did feel maybe like a hair overscored. I mean, I rolled my eyes on several acts, Bruno, but yeah. And then next up, we had Vinny Guadagnino and his partner Coco doing a cha-cha-cha to save the last dance for me. And I felt so bad for him after the stance. It was not good. It felt like a step backwards. Like I I feel like he forgot a lot of it. It just was like uh-huh. not good. He he was very clearly like the timing was not good. And like when you think of cha-chas and especially you think of cha-chas we've seen recently, like how precise their footwork is, mm-hmm. just like how much they hit movements and how they have these great hip actions going and things like that. And like none of that was present. It was just it was very obviously riddled with mistakes. Um I don't know if I felt like he forgot the dance. It just felt like he was off the whole time. Like, it felt like he could never find the right rhythm and find the right timing. But maybe he did forget parts of it. I don't know. Not like, I don't think he forgot all of it by any means. But there were parts, like, he definitely kept getting off. But then there were also parts. I think maybe it was more so at the beginning. Because the beginning was the worst part. Bad. Bad. It was the worst start. So maybe at that point, too, it was like, does he even know what he's like? Does he know this dance? Yeah. So I literally wrote a rough start that barely improved. (laughs) I wrote, okay, his timing is off from the start. Oh, no, Vinny, get it together. (laughs) (laughs) This wasn't great. I mean, and like he normally, and it wasn't a bad performance, but he normally like has such a good performance to overcome mm-hmm. it. But I feel like he 
looked so lost and like you could like I feel like you could see that he was struggling because he Mm -hmm. was like you can't really hide it so Mm -hmm. he was feeling that so I don't think he had as much like charisma presence and like his normal like Vinny vibe that carries him through either so that probably made it like even worse yeah so I got to the end and I was like I'm just like that was so bad that I'm like annoyed that he's still here because I feel like he's shown like compared to everyone else he's shown the least amount of improvement Mm -hmm. it's like every time he takes a step forward it's like two steps back you know two steps forward one step it's like I know get it so I don't know I think at the point of the competition we're at and like even the people who I don't love are improving I'm getting a little bit tired of him underperforming compared to everyone else but then just like skating by never being in the bottom just like have getting through and I'm like how I'm just nervous for like how long this is gonna last like who is he gonna stay over you know I mean I do agree with some of what you said I don't agree with all of what you said because I did tell my mom like it's it's almost a shame because wouldn't you rather have gone out last week on a high than stayed this week and like have to endure that but like I'm okay with him still staying around over some people but like no I'm not quite to the point like yeah it's okay that he's still here but I'm just nervous because like he's literally I mean, spoiler, but he still has never been in the bottom. So I'm yeah. nervous that that's, like, going to continue for, like, yes. several more weeks. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to see him stay over. Like, I'm going to start to get really mad that he's staying over people. But I'm not there yet. Yeah. I don't want to get there. But I'm getting but nervous. I'm getting You nervous. likely will get there. Let's be real. <laughs> God, can you imagine him in a finale? Ugh. Don't even... Don't say those mean words to me. <laughs> so he scores a 36 out of 50. Michael Bublé gives it an 8. The rest of the judges give it a 7. Then we move right along to Jordan Sparks and her partner Brandon doing a foxtrot to You Make Me Feel So Young. Megan, did you know this song? Yeah. Perfect. Yeah, Katie, I have known every song so far. Perfect. And how did this song and dance make you feel? This felt good. I was excited because I have definitely been struggling with her the last couple weeks. Mm -hmm. I did. I finally enjoyed this one. I feel like she looked very elegant and beautiful. It was just like a very sweet like lighthearted dance it was enjoyable to watch and I think she looked good and I felt very relieved because it's like I want to like her went into this season rooting for her Mm -hmm. I was like okay okay finally finally turned a corner let's keep this up Jordan yeah what do you think no, I totally agreed with everything okay. you said. It like blew my mind in the package when they said she hasn't even been in she hasn't been in a dance in frame since week two. And that is just unacceptable to me. Like that is insane. So I thought her frame looked good. I mean, it wasn't like 
perfect, but I thought it did look good, especially considering it's been so long since she's been in hold. Mm-hmm. But it had a lightness to it. It just made me smile. It was light. It was sweet. It was charming, fluid. It was just pretty to watch. And I just thought she did an excellent job. I did get a little distracted by her dress because it was like I don't even remember what color it was but it had this like black patch on the side and I was like oh my god did her dress like did it rip or something because it just didn't look like it was meant to be part of the dress so I didn't know if it was like maybe it wasn't zipped up all the way or it was like an under like layer or something like that so I got really really distracted by that and just like kept thinking about it but I did really enjoy the dance too I did not notice that about the dress, so I'm glad. Glad to enjoy it. Couldn't couldn't take my eyes off it. I'm glad we paid attention to somebody's dress tonight. We talked. I told you about, about Shangela's luck. You didn't ask for more details, so I didn't provide them. <laughs> I didn't know we I had to get ask. so defensive. <laughs> Yes, yes, you distracted me with a chicken wing. So (laughs) I mean that was more that was more important this week. I mean, do you want to hear about it now or can we tell the story? We can we can absolutely move on. (laughs) Okay, thank God. (laughs) Clearly we love my contributions to this podcast. Nine eight nine eight nine. So that was a bit. Derek and Len gave it eights. Michael, Carrie-Ann, and Bruno gave it nines. And then we had to clear the skybox, and we had this whole package about the Derek dance that he did. And then basically we saw Derek perform with all of the pros while Michael was singing a song. And then Haley Herbert came out, too. It was cool. It was good. Those performances are always good. It was great. It was a phenomenal number. It was so cool. It really it was, like, made me tied to a style or anything too, obviously. So he could like just really choreograph to the song. Mm-hmm. And it was just there were a lot of cool moments with the music. I loved the one move when he was like flipping um Haley and she was like doing like movements like as though she was so walking. Precisely, yeah. They were, like, so intentional, and you're like, how? It was so cool. It was just, I liked that, like, it wasn't just Derek and Haley, like, it was all of the pros. Yes. Like, they had a couple kind of solo moments, sure, but, like, it was a lot of the pros, too. Yes. So, it was just so fun to see, like, all of them perform just so well. It was so good. They all looked amazing. They're just so talented. So, I really enjoyed it. It literally made me, like, text my mom. I was like, God, I want to go to one of their, like, tour performances so bad. Because they come through to Ames, but it's always on a weeknight. It's always in the middle of winter. Like, it's just too unpredictable to ever, like, pull the trigger and actually go. My mom was like, her friend, like, we could stay at my friend's house. I was like, Mom, we're not going. It's just fun to say. It's fun to say we should go. It would be really cool. The pros all are just... So good, obviously. Mm-hmm. But I enjoyed it a lot. Yep. So we had Derek's dance. That was wonderful. Thank God Michael Buble was there to perform Thank the God. vocals. Thank God. I did not know that song. I think it's like his brand new, new song or something. Yeah. His new album or whatever. I have not heard any of the new album. So 
since the judges did not score that dance, uh, will the judges please give their scores? Katie Clay Knob. I wish I had an 11. Megan Shepard Huff. 10 out of 10. All right, it scores 21 out of 20. <laughs> next up, we want to talk about perfect scores. Let's go to our next contestant, Charlie D'Amalio and her partner, Mark, doing a foxtrot to Fever. And I'm just going to go ahead and spoil right now. She said, y'all are going to give out 40s and not give me one? Bet. I'll take a 50. Correct. Megan, just tell me all about it. I just, I mean, there are no words. It was perfection. She is perfection. He is perfection. I am obsessed. I don't even know which of them I like more. I love so much. It was just like so good. I I don't I don't have other words. It was perfect. I loved it. I loved their package. She is a big Len fan, Chris. Yeah. Like she just is always talking about Len. And Mark <laughs> Mark's literally like, Why do you like Len so much? And she's like, I just love that he's honest and I love that he always like tells the truth. Like it was just so cute and it was so precious. And like Len just truly was like living his best life this episode. He had so <laughs> many people just like teeing him up and he was just slamming it home like it was wonderful that's it i'm all in on charlie d'amelio yes get it finally i knew i was almost a little bit nervous that her love for len would make you roll your eyes a little bit but like she truly like the (laughs) the fact she brings it up enough that mark just genuinely is like why do you like Len so much all she said this week, too, for him to, like, you know, he, she talks about him a lot because, I mean, at least in the package, all she says is, like, it's gonna be Len approved. And he's like, why do you love Len so much? <laughs> you know, like, you know, she's always talking about Len. I also love Mark. So, like, yeah. I know it's and he's this so is the most triumphant return he could have ever had. Like, it is Chris. We're all on board. We're all aboard the train. Katie, can I ask you a horrific question? Ask it. Is this a return on the level of Maxim Shimrakovsky coming back? I'm going to be honest. You're not going to like my answer. Yeah, it is. Here's the problem. I love Mark so much that I'm like, I, I buy it. We're all in. Am I going to watch the stupid D'Amelio show this week? I'm not. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) I watched all of, what, three episodes of Salt Lake City? Like, I won't watch this show. I know. He he can't get it, and he can't do it. I know. But we're not going to worry about that right now. We're going to focus on Charlie's Foxtrot, because it really was. Like, she can do no wrong. I loved the styling. They had Mm -hmm. an incredible body contact. It just... Like, she does this little kick. Everything about it is just phenomenal. I loved it. It almost had sort of, like, a sensual feel to it, too. Like, yeah. it was kind of cheeky and stuff. And I I just feel like Mark is hitting it out of the park week after week. She's rising to the occasion week after week. Like, just give him the mirror ball already. 
seriously, we can just call it here. They are the winners. Mm-hmm. So much. Everyone can go home. Mm-hmm. Derek calls it the best Fox trial ever done on the show. He also says he would give it a 12 if he could. <laughs> okay, well, now I'm mad. <laughs> <laughs> it would deserve a 12, though. It was perfect. There was just, like, another moment, like, up in the skybox when she was talking with Alfonso and, like, Alfonso said something about Len being her favorite judge and they cut to Len and just seeing the smile on his face. I was like, ah, this is so absolutely wonderful. Yes. So it scores a 50 out of 50. It gets all 10s. Should have gotten an 11. Should have gotten a 12. Yeah. Underscored. Underscored at a perfect 50. (laughs) Agreed. But next up, we have Heidi D'Amelio and her partner Artem doing a samba to It Had Better Be Tonight. Megan, you finally got to see a samba role on this season of Dancing with the Stars. Did you love it? Did you eat it up? How'd the samba leave you feeling? I mean, I enjoy a samba role. I think she danced it well. I didn't dislike it. She talked a lot in her package about how she really needs to show her personality this week. Like she was in the bottom last week and she really has to make a change and like really come out of her shell because she doesn't want that to happen again. She's got to bring out her personality. And then I got to the end of the Samba and I was like, I didn't personally see any personality Uh but thank you for sharing so I think the package definitely influenced me a little bit because I was like I thought we were going for personality and I miss I missed out on that Mm -hmm. it was like she danced it fine she looked good it was fine I think I liked it a little bit more than you did I felt like she did look as though she was having fun out there and it didn't necessarily feel like a fake smile plastered on her face i think it did feel like a genuine smile but like is joy personality like no it's not but she did look joyful out there i loved the samba role i did really enjoy artem's um choreography i thought he did a good job just with the dance as a whole i thought she was light on her feet it was fun it had good musicality I thought she did a good job. Like, she did perfectly fine. She really did. I think I was just annoyed, but, like, because of the package. Yeah. (laughs) Have you finished the show? I haven't even, like, asked you that. We haven't talked really about it much. Yeah, season two done. Was that it? I don't know. I think the first season was only eight episodes, and the second season has had eight episodes so far yeah i think i've seen the eight that are out at the very least i think so okay i think i'm done okay that's good it was like fine you know yeah Yeah. i left it still loving charlie yes and that's most important and i left it just feeling a little bit more open to heidi because i wasn't super open to her but i'm i'm feeling a little bit more open yeah i agree so it scores a 46 out of 50. Buble gives it a 10. The rest of the judges give it nines. 46 out of 50. We move along 
to <gasps> shock in the ballroom. Wayne Brady and his partner Whitney doing a quick step to I get a kick out of you. But oh no, we have a time stamped package that it was Friday in the evening before Wayne is able to start rehearsing. So we have a package where they're like really hitting home. Like, can they pull this off? Like, I don't know if they can do it. Two days isn't enough time for a pro to learn it. Like, just so much drama surrounding it. And I do feel like that kind of worked against them because, I don't know, it helped, but it hurt because it was not a perfect quick step and there were mistakes and he hasn't made a ton of mistakes, but there were obvious ones. I mean, there was one time when I really did think he like forgot part of the dance, but like it still had a good feel to it and it still looked, you know, better than Vinny and it still looked like a good dance out there but like there were obvious errors as well and so I don't know if the package maybe made those obvious errors like stick out a little bit more I don't know is better than Vinny really the bar you want to set though I mean it was better than like other contestants also (laughs) better than Trevor yeah I think in some ways the package was good because that isn't his norm. Mm -hmm. So it's good kind of to know to be like, what the heck happened to Wayne? Like, why is he making mistakes? We don't see that happen. So it's like, okay, he learned it in two days. Like, that's why. So I think like it was good in some ways. I think definitely watching it, especially compared to some of the other people, you're like, no way, not in two days. Like, he still did well enough that surely he had more time, mm-hmm. but he didn't. So that was, like, good. It was, like, kind of impressive. But it definitely wasn't his best. There were mistakes. I thought, too, there was a point where he, like, just seemed to kind of forget it. Mm-hmm. But he, like, recovered. Like, it was overall good still, but just definitely kind of a step down from his norm. Which is fine, and I'll accept it, and, like, that's fine. Mm -hmm. If you, on two days, can still pull off, like, a routine that still has some polish to it, and, like, it's not like he went out there and they were obviously counting, and they were, you know, like, it wasn't like she was guiding him through the whole thing. He still had moments where he looked like a leading man, so, like, we get it, we respect it, he did not have COVID, he was, like diagnosed with exhaustion basically and apparently you know what, Wayne, aren't we all he had exhaustion and then he also had a 24-hour stomach bug yeah don't we no all COVID. you know but it was good it was still good so a 44 out of 50 an 8 a 9 a 10 an 8 and a 9 the the scores were wild but I appreciated that Len, like, still gave it a nine, even with obvious mistakes. I was like, and okay, Lenny. Like, you expect it from Bruno. He likes to overscore, but Len surprised <laughs> me. Yeah. But Next up, we have Jesse James Decker and her partner, Alan, doing a salsa to come dance with me. 
How do you feel about the salsa, Megan? I think she did okay. But it just didn't quite work for me still. Her feet were still just like, it's like she's doing the steps. Mm -hmm. But they just don't look right. It's like they're like too bouncy or they're just like not. They just don't look right. Yeah, she was very hoppy and bouncy in this one. So I just, it was like fine. But it just didn't quite work for me. I don't know. I just didn't love it. Yeah. Yeah, it seemed like she was having fun, but it, yeah. I mean, it. it's like you said, she just doesn't quite nail it when she goes out there. I think she did have fun with the lifts. I thought she yeah. did the lifts well. Like, there were some cool, you know, they kind of upped the ante a little bit, if you will. Like, I think it was mm-hmm. a more challenging routine than she typically does, but I'm right there with you. We're like, it's fine. She doesn't look quite correct out there, but... It felt like she was having a lot of fun, and I can enjoy a dance a lot more if you let loose and you have fun. Their final lift, she looked, like, very far back, and I'm kind of guessing that she was meant to, like, put her arms up at some point, and I was like, just the way Alan was holding her, I was like, oh my god, I think he's gonna drop her. But they did not. They recovered. All was good. I thought the same thing. I was like, this doesn't feel like it's quite working like like nervous that she's gonna fall like like over his back yes yes behind him I didn't think that I was like oh I'm a little a little nervous about this one <laughs> well, the other ones looked good and yeah. I agree she was having a good time so that was fun to see but I don't know maybe she's just like not a dancer you know mm-hmm. some people aren't I mean we natural born dancers with like nothing but potential and raw talent i would go out there and like week one i'd be a little nervous you know i get straight eights yep week one week two though i'm feeling more confident Uh uh-huh i get my first 10 it's it's yeah 38 out of 40 yeah 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 who gives you i mean that's just who gives you your first 10 Len. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. The only one to throw up a 10? No, I get... I mean, Bruno gives me a 10, obviously. 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 Are you also crowned crowned prom queen? I mean, realistically, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Does your group win the um, group dances? I'd be surprised if we didn't. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So. But then, in the end, I get second. <gasps> wow. And the people riot. <laughs> people are furious. Do you have a good freestyle, or do you botch your freestyle? No, I nail the freestyle. I do amazing. I'm absolutely robbed absolutely robbed of the mirror ball okay so you're a robbed god do you do you do a fun upbeat good freestyle or do you do a slow down emotionally charged freestyle no fun and upbeat okay fun and upbeat what is your highest scoring dance of the season like what style is your best yeah it's the argentine tango we just go out there and we nail it 
Oh, we crush it. You and, and Mark? Yes. And can I ask you a really difficult question? Okay, yeah, I think I'm ready. Who did you get robbed by? Who did you lose to? I don't even know. <laughs> I feel like maybe an athlete. I know. I know, right? Like, I feel like it's kind of like an Amon situation where it's like they are not the best dancer but they take it from me no i no i don't like that i feel like if you go down as a robbed goddess i think you go out in one of like the great finales i think you go out in a tight race i don't think you lose to just like the the amon troop i think you lose to like a person you're neck and neck with where you both just have like lights out finales and it really comes down to a oh my god how will this go tune in i think think it's something like you uh al roker because obviously your weatherman rivalry has to be in there yeah and i don't know like meryl streep probably wins yeah she would she just takes it from me i just don't have the name recognition that she does you know works against me i think meryl streep goes out there and does an abba medley freestyle and of course of course people eat it up yeah yeah that's the only way i accept you as runner-up is if Meryl Streep herself goes out there and does an ABBA medley freestyle. Does a, does a disco freestyle. And Katie will be like, finally a disco freestyle I can get from. Yeah, finally. But it has to be against Megan, which just makes it a real tragedy. Yeah. It's tough. It was a tough season. Yeah. Okay, I do have to know, for your Argentine, yeah. are you in a pantsuit or are you in a dress? You know, we spent most of the week debating it, uh-huh. but in the end, we did go with dress. We did. Okay. They okay. they couldn't they couldn't do pants after they did a fringed pants samba. True. With not we one overdo it. Not two, but three samba rolls. <laughs> Correct. And not one, not two, but three chicken wings inside your bra. <laughs> I just keep pulling the chicken wings out. Like, my God, how many chicken wings can she fit in there? Oh, Derek, you thought I didn't have one for you? Surprise. Yeah. I don't remember where we left off. Yeah, should we? um, Jesse gets a 41 out of 50, 88988. And then now we have Daniel Durant and his partner Brett wrapping up the night with a foxtrot to feeling good. Megan, 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 I knew this song. Good. Famously, we know it's by Michael Buble. Yeah. Yeah. Guys, this song was actually the first song that I danced to because I did take dance for many years mm-hmm. until a back injury took me out of the game in high school. <sighs> um, I think it was like middle schoolish though. We did, I don't know, either a contemporary or jazz to this. 
And it was the first time, like it was a group number, but I had a section that I soloed and it was the first time I ever had a solo. So it did feel good. (laughs) Okay. Can I admit something really stupid? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know you had dance experience. So now (laughs) I think I'm not rooting for you or I didn't root for you on your season because I've never been a fan of people with dance experience. I mean, I was never good. (laughs) Okay. You say that, but I feel like, you know, I've made a lot of exceptions once (laughs) they win me over. So Megan, I'm not a fan of you at first, but you win me over. When she gets a 10 from Lennon week two, does that win you over or does it take longer into the season? That makes it, that takes, that takes me out of it until the fringe pants samba and then Argentine tango back to back weeks. And I'm like, Uh that's it. I'm in. I don't want to love her, but how can I resist? Can I I not? Yeah. So Daniel's Foxtrot. <laughs> again, what we're talking about. Why are we here again? <laughs> um, I it's liked more their... exciting than this season of the show. Correct. Our season 52 coverage of Megan Keating <laughs> is where it's at. Anyway, I enjoyed their package where they like talked about they approached the song a little bit different and they were almost approaching it as though it was a script and I thought that that really worked and I think that's a smart approach to take and I question why it took us six weeks to figure it out but you know what, who am I to judge? I thought the Foxtrot was really well done. I could have used like a bit more body contact and there are just a couple of moments where I think his feet like I don't know if he fully commits to his feet being perfect all the way through the dance Mm -hmm. but I thought they were fluid I thought it was good I really enjoyed it and some of their in sync movements I thought he almost got a little like ahead of her or just like didn't quite look right but then one of the judges like explicitly says that their in sync moments were really good. And so I was confused <laughs> by that. Yeah. No, I mostly agree. I did. I felt like there were a couple mistakes, like whether it was his footwork or him being a little bit off. But I thought it was good. He looked good. Mm-hmm. I don't know. At the end, he didn't seem happy. Yeah, I agree. For most of the feedback, he just like, I don't know he seemed mad and I think I was really distracted because I was like I don't know why he's so upset because like there were like a couple minor mistakes maybe but like he did overall good and I don't know what's going on now mm-hmm. I saw Britt like signed to him like good job and she like made sure to emphasize like really so it's like I don't know if maybe there were more mistakes than we realized or something because it did feel like she was trying to be like no like you really did a good job um there was one really cute moment where they are like side by side and they looked at each other and they both just got such like genuine smiles of like all right let's go and I was like oh that is so precious I love little moments like that yeah I I enjoy their partnership Mm -hmm. it was good so it scores a 43 out of 50, 9, 8, 9, 8, 9. So that was fun. 
So we then had our elimination, our bottom two. Dun, dun, dun. It was Jesse and Alan versus Trevor and Emma. And I went into it and I was like, okay, the judges are 100% saving Trevor. And then my mom had texted and she was like, oh, Trevor's going to go. Like, they're going to pick Jesse for sure. Which I was like, uh, I have no idea if we're watching the same show. So, <laughs> Megan, when you saw the bottom two, who did you think the judges were going to save? See, I just genuinely didn't know which way they were going to go. Because... I don't know. They both have had their flaws, yeah. but they've both shown improvement. And like last week, we saw Jesse become prom queen and everything. So mm-hmm. I was like, oh, maybe they're going to lean towards Jesse. But I went into it being very unsure. I just feel like they've been like overscoring him and they seem yeah. to always kind of like sing his praises a little bit. Like even when he's not great, they're still like, I mean, there were mistakes, but X, Y, Z. So I was like, oh, he's he's got this in the bag. And he did because the only <laughs> judge to vote for Jesse and Alan was Derek. The rest of the judges voted for Trevor and Emma. I guess I did feel slightly surprised when Derek said Jesse. Yeah. So maybe I maybe I was leaning your way. Any final thoughts on our outgoing prom queen? I mean I did. She did win me over. I did like her personality. I thought she was a sweet contestant. She mm-hmm. has a moment when the judges are like going through I can't remember how many people had gone, but like one or two. And Alan is like has his arms around her and like is he's behind her and she goes she said thank you for believing in me and like it was just so sweet and I was like oh she knows what's coming it was precious but Jessie I enjoyed you and she always had a positive attitude and like right when they get eliminated she's like hey on the bright side I can take my kids trick-or-treating next week so (laughs) yeah that was cute and she really did improve, you know? Mm-hmm. But also, good riddance, you know? But also, <laughs> goodbye, prom queen. Was this the true bottom two? Nope. No. Who Who was it? Uh, Vinny and Trevor would be my bottom two. I think Vinny and Jesse would be my bottom two. Would you have both gotten rid of Vinny out of those? I mean, based on tonight, yeah, like you have to. Yeah. Yeah. Based on tonight, I would have to. So, like, I enjoy Vinny more as a performer, and he had, like, I liked his personality better and connected with him easier. So, I would want to save him. But tonight was so bad that I would I wouldn't be able to. Exactly. And who do you want to see leave on Halloween night with your golden boot? I'm gonna go ahead and give it to Trevor Donovan and his partner Emma. Let's hope they go out like zombies. <laughs> yeah, I I think I'll go Trevor first. And then Vinny the yeah. next week. <laughs> Well, we can say goodbye to Trevor. That's totally fine. 
So you're letting Vinny make it to week eight of the season? Yeah, I am. Yeah. I like I like him as a person more than I like Trevor. So Yeah. Trevor's just like He just bleh. does nothing for me. Like yeah. I don't enjoy his personality. No. I did I'm, debate watching some movie that he's in, like some new movie. I swear it's in like 2022. Couldn't even tell you what it's called. Had never heard of it. It was like, I don't know, whatever streaming app I was on, I was just scrolling and I was like, I know that guy now. <laughs> Trevor Donovan. I was like, Do I watch? And then I was playing like just a little clip for like a preview. I was like, no, I can't. <laughs> I can't. So big Trevor guy. Big Trevor fan. <laughs> I would like to point out it is week six right now. Okay. Uh there are still nine contestants left. Mm-hmm. That is more than half of the season. Mm-hmm. Contestants. Mm-hmm. Just pointing out. Surely there's a double elimination coming up at some point, right? If not more than I mean if this if it's a ten week multiple double eliminations well if they just eliminated one each week and it is a 10 week season there would be five at the end of week 10 or maybe at the start i don't want five no i can get down with like a top four for the finale Oh yeah, you. So yeah, that's five. That's five left at the end if you eliminated somebody. So like, you would have six at the start of week ten. So you need at least one double elimination. Yeah. I honestly am just gonna say it. I feel like it should only be a three-person finale because you. I mean, if you're following the trajectory of the season, if it would feel cruel to have anybody in there with Gabby. Um. Wayne and Charlie. Yeah. Like, even, like, she and G, like, Jordan, like, they're kind of that, like, next tier, and it's just, like, it would feel unfair to have them in the finale. You're not wrong. So, I bet this is going to make it really hard to guess where your jaunty Savannah is going. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But would you like to award it now? It's got to be Charlie for me. Yeah, I let me think really long and hard about this one. Um, I think I'm going to give it to the 50. I think I'm going to give it to Charlie. That's got to be the highest score ever awarded on Dancing with the Stars. Yep, and it belongs to our girl. She deserves it. She is perfect. And she's now our girl, Chris. She's our girl. Yep. Our sweet girl charlie (laughs) if you want to talk to us about how much you love charlie you can contact us on any of our social medias we're on instagram at jmp dot pod dot pod we're on facebook it's just meaningful plastic and we're on twitter at jmp pod if you enjoy our podcast and you want to share it with the world you can subscribe you can give us a five-star rating can listen weekly tune in tell everyone about us share it with your friends tell them about how fun megan's season of dancing with the stars season 82 sounds when she loses to Meryl Streep. 
So, Chris, with all of that being said, will you be tuning in next week on Halloween night with the return for the first time in three seasons, our group dances? As much as I'm in love with Charlie, I have to go trick-or-treating with my kids. Oh, dang it, Jesse. He's so busy. So are, we're going to have uneven teams then, if we're down to nine. Correct. Bye. That's a bummer. Bye. Bye. <laughs> what a happy end note. <laughs> <laughs>